Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of those impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 133. And today we have a team member, Casey Watkins, on to co-host with us because little Miss Jess is under the weather and can't talk. She sounds really terrible. I really feel for her. She's actually, oh, she's actually feeling a little bit better now. Oh, that's good. She just sounds like she doesn't feel well. So, Jess, we miss you. I know we miss you. We love you, Jess. But we'll see you next month. You'll be here next month. So, and big thanks to Casey for hopping in. My pleasure. And helping us out. Um, Today, we're going to talk about saying what you need to say. But before we dive in, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Well, my frustration. Oh no. <laughs> I okay. can see it. <laughs> okay. Picture this. I'm going to paint you a picture. I'm here. I'm ready. You are sitting on the couch mm-hmm. wearing your favorite bra. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite so comfy anymore. Oh no. And so you go upstairs and get ready for bed. Uh-huh. And you take off your bra, and there's an underwire poking you in the armpit. No. That ruined the whole picture for me. Right? Yeah. Right. So bra shopping is my frustration. I hate bra shopping. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why it's so hard. It's like, it should be like easy. It should right? be. You, you have your size and mm-hmm. you have, and the, okay. Yep. I think it's just cause every, literally every body is just so vastly, wildly different TMI, maybe. I'm a 34A, okay? (laughs) But my 34A is different than somebody else's 34A. Right. You know, it's just so, everybody is so different Mm -hmm. that it's not 34A fits all. Well, and unfortunately, it's like, TMI, I'm a 44G. Uh I got the girls. You got the girls. Um, And the G stands for (laughs) girls. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, often in my size, like I can't even find that in stores. Right. You know, I have to order it Uh online. So like fingers crossed that it's going to fit anyway. Uh And I've gotten bras before where like I had this weird like extra underwire supporting thing mm-hmm. that was it was the most uncomfortable bra I've Ugh, ever bought that's terrible I immediately returned it because I was like nope this was not disclosed anywhere I can't do this it's just I just can't can't I just can't I can't but my joy let's let's flip this because okay. enough of that ready for it my joy is my night routine at the moment oh do tell I have been loving it so um I think I mentioned um, my husband has a new job, mm-hmm. and so we've been going to bed just a little earlier because he has to get up early. Mm-hmm. So my current nighttime routine is I take care of the cats. Okay. And I kind of, like, close down my kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that 
even if I don't do all the dishes because I don't always, but make sure that, you know, the counters are cleared off and yeah. things are put away and just that normal thing. Yeah. And then I go upstairs and I wash my face and I brush my teeth and I have a little pot of Dolly's Lavender Night Cream Ooh. that I bought from the flower farm that we had our Yet We Thrive event last summer. Uh-huh. It is magic. Oh my gosh. I am loving it so much. My skin is so smooth. And let me tell you, Carl has started using it. (gasps) That's how magical it is. That's amazing. Okay. So go get yourself some of Dolly's night cream. But then the other thing, lately I've been getting so much talk about magnesium oil and how, Mm -hmm. you know, our bodies are so deficient in magnesium, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Hear this. I am not a doctor. So do it as well. Right. Yeah. But I was like, all right, you know what? This is cheap and easy. I'm just going to try this and Mm -hmm. see. My girls, I have been spraying magnesium oil on the bottoms of my feet before going to bed Mm -hmm. every night for about a month. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Since day like two, Uh I have had better sleep than I have had in forever. That's amazing. It feels like I took a melatonin and I didn't. That's insane. Okay. But then the other thing is... I've had my period through this. Mm-hmm. Normally, the day before my period, I have a massive hormonal migraine. Yeah. Did not have that migraine. Because magnesium helps. Because magnesium helps. That's insane. So. Maybe pop us a link for that magnesium oil. Nighttime routine is just. Coming in clutch right now. It really is. Way I'm to go. It. That's what insane. about you, Lindsay? Um, so, our dogs again. Um, oh, no. So for years, this entire podcast, I have complained about our mud pit of a backyard. Um, and then we finally got sod and we're like, yes, glory be. This is amazing. It's still amazing. But our dogs just keep tearing it up. Oh. And we're like, um, yeah, it's just it's just patchy now because our dogs just run all around it and they just tear it up. Oh. And it's so sad. So... That's really frustrating me, like, a lot. But what's bringing me joy is um, the pumpkin spice cold foam. There's something to live for, you guys. <laughs> it's just, I, we can make it another day. For, like, six weeks I've been craving that, and I'm just so excited that it's finally here, and I'm going to go order one as soon as I leave. They're so good. I mean, I like hot pumpkin spice latte, yeah, too. Yeah. But if you live in Indiana... You just know that it's going to be hot for a while still. Mm -hmm. So, like, the pumpkin spice cold brew is just, like, a great way to enjoy fall and not be so hot. Yep. Well, and I love my iced coffee. So, like, this lets me get a little bit more of that. But, like, with a fall twist. Yes. It's It's the best. It's so much joy. So much joy. So much joy. Yes. Well, our Thrive Tip this month is find your gumption. And in honor of that, today we are talking all about saying what you need to say. This is a multifaceted topic, and we hope to cover each side well. So, Casey, when somebody asks you to say what you need to say, like, what do you, what does that make you think? What does that make you feel when somebody's like, Casey, just say what you need to say? I'm going to try not to have a panic attack that you just said that to me, <laughs> to my face. <laughs> I am not a Girl, say, say. I'm not a say what you need to say person. I am I am a people pleaser. Uh-huh. I am an Enneagram too. Uh-huh. Like say what you need to say and I'll figure out how to respond to that. That's 
So spot on. That's how I feel in my soul. <laughs> but I do feel like going through infertility mm-hmm. with my husband has helped a lot mm. and definitely taught me men are not mind readers. At some They're point, not. someone told me that and like I forgot. Somewhere I think, in there. I think Hallmark taught us that they are, but they're not. And so it's just really hard to unlearn that. It is. Yeah. And so the past, I don't know, couple years um, since I kind of got through the most of the overarching, you know, depression and mm-hmm. lowness. Mm-hmm. And if you're there, we get it. We, get, we understand. Um, but since I've kind of come through that, I've been able to think a little more clearly. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you're. Your sister Shannon, my bestie, uh-huh. she she asks me sometimes, or she'll she'll say, "Use your words, Casey. Use your words." <laughs> and I just I, so that what that's what echoes in my head uh-huh. now. Use yeah. your words, Casey. Use your words. Use your words. <laughs> I love that. And um, just kind of as just a really simple example in terms of my husband and I, what mm-hmm. we've what I've been working on lately, mm-hmm. using my words, getting my gumption. Yes. Our anniversary uh-huh. is the beginning of September. Yay. And we've talked about a couple different options that we could do. And, you know, I kind of want to be surprised and swept off my feet. Mm-hmm. And, but then I also want some things too. So right. I was able to just say to him, you know what? I want to go to this place to eat and I would like to do this together. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else you plan, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And being able to just use my words. Use your words. <laughs> and communicate that's what I needed to say to him I Mm -hmm. needed to say these are what my expectations are and you do with that what you will yeah you know that's so good and just dumbing it down a little bit Mm -hmm. to that has Mm -hmm. really helped me but I can't I can do that with Carl right I can't do that with everyone no nor I (laughs) (laughs) some people like have a really easy time with this some people are like I just told them what I needed to say. I just said it. And I'm like, and how? How? Tell me how you did that. Teach me. Teach me your ways. <laughs> um, yeah, like, because for me, it's like, sometimes it just feels dang near impossible. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just, and I've gotten better at it the older I am. I'm 35 now. I'm still learning. In my 20s, though, this didn't exist for mm-hmm. me. Yep. In my 20s, I did not say what I needed to say almost ever. Mm-hmm. It was a rare occasion when I did, but as like a daily normal thing, whatever, I just honestly didn't even always know that that was an option. Yeah. But, um, let's just talk about all the ways that we can say what we need to say, because there's just, there's a lot, there's so much to this, but it's so good. Mm -hmm. So saying what you need to say can mean speaking your needs. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not feeling well, or maybe you're not feeling heard, sometimes we need to just say the dang thing so that our needs can be met. Um, like these treatments are making me feel really nauseated or tired or sore. Can you be in charge of dinner tonight? And that can be to your husband, to your friend, mm-hmm. to the random person that was like, hey, I know that this is happening. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Can you be in charge of dinner tonight? Because I just can't. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. Um, or like I'm feeling really sad and depressed. I think I just need to lay in bed today. That I have those days mm-hmm. or like I have a migraine and I'm like, Ugh. I just have to, and I like, I hate it because I have four kids that I stay home with. And sometimes I just have to tell all four of them, mommy cannot get out of bed today. I'm so sorry. If something, if you really need something, you can come get me. Mm-hmm. But 
Otherwise, I there's very little ways for me to help you today in just speaking that. Um, or like, I'm feeling really sad and depressed. Do you think we can go out and do something? Half of saying what you need to say requires speaking how you're feeling physically, emotionally, etc. Also, saying what you need to say can mean speaking up for yourself at doctor's appointments. (laughs) Sometimes we don't get all the options laid out for us. Sometimes we are not heard like we should be at doctor's appointments. We are our own best advocates in those situations. Sometimes it requires us being a squeaky wheel until... They run that test or look into that option or let you forgo something you'd rather not do. Remember, no doctor or nurse can make you do or follow anything. Speak up for something if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Ask what other options you might have. And if after everything you're still feeling overlooked and not taken seriously or not heard, maybe it's time to say what you need to say by finding a new doctor. And I will say doctors have always, to me, Mm -hmm. been kind of a scary thing. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that comes from the people pleasing. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't want to inconvenience anyone. Uh I don't want to, I don't want to do the things, but it can help sometimes to say what you need to say Mm -hmm. to your spouse or a parent or a sister and have them go with you into the office. Uh Get that second voice. Yes. Someone that's thinking clearly, that's not quite so close to the situation that will advocate for you Mm -hmm. and say what needs to be said. Yes. That's so good. Kind of a conduit. Yes. Yes. And also we want to point out that like we're not bad mouthing doctors because no, There's some really amazing doctors and nurses out there, and we are so grateful for you, and we love you so much. There are also some doctors or nurses who just, they don't have great bedside manner, or they just are overwhelmed, and so they're not taking each patient seriously, Mm -hmm. or some of them just think that they know everything, and they don't. So, you know, it's just a mixed bag, but this is something that we hear about a lot, Mm -hmm. people just laying it out. And honestly, I didn't even know that, like, again... I didn't know that there were always options in a doctor's office Mm -hmm. until I think it was Cheryl one time, our our team member who's a midwife. And we were talking about, I don't know, I think somebody was talking about what, when they, during their pregnancy, something Mm -hmm. was happening and she's like, well, they can't make you do anything. Like, yeah, they want it a certain way because it's convenient for them, but they can't make you do that. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. You, you have a voice to say what you want Mm -hmm. and you're the patient. So you get to decide. And I was like, what? That's a thing? You don't just like go along with what they've said? (laughs) So, I mean, thankfully I had the most amazing OBGYN and that was never a problem for me, but I've heard so many horror stories from women and they just have had, whether it's with through pregnancy or through fertility treatments or whatever, Mm -hmm. I've just heard the whole range of things. And so just knowing that you do have a voice and you do have an option is a game changer. It is. It's empowering. It is. When things feel so out of control in your life, uh-huh. this is something that you control. You control, you control what happens to your mm-hmm. body. Exactly. Um, sometimes saying what you need to say can look like saying a hard truth. It doesn't have to be mean or unloving, but if somebody gives unsolicited advice or even says something that's hurtful, it's okay to speak up. Um, for instance, somebody told you to be grateful that you have kids after you've lost a baby, which cringe. Mm-hmm. Um 
but you could speak up lovingly by saying something like, you know what, I am really truly grateful for the kids that I do have, but that doesn't take away the fact that I'm missing this baby. My other children will never make up for this loss. Or say somebody starts to dive into all of the things you should try to get pregnant. (laughs) Casey's laughing because she's heard it all. Um, You can always say something like, I've done lots of research and I'm working closely with my doctor. Thanks for thinking of me, but we've got it covered. Yeah, there's an option to just sit quietly and ignore it, bear it, let it pass or whatever. Um, That You can do that. But sometimes it's actually more helpful to both of you to speak up rather than to remain quiet. So especially if it's a close, meaningful relationship, you know, like the stranger in the grocery store Mm -hmm. or the random troll on the internet, like those situations, it might be best to just, just keep moving. But if it's a close, meaningful relationship with somebody that you love and who loves you, Mm -hmm. um, you don't want your best friend or your spouse or your mom to or your brother continually saying something that is hurtful to you nine times out of 10, they're just trying to be helpful, but they may never know that it's hurtful unless you tell them you Mm -hmm. have to speak up and say what you need to say Mm -hmm. And in a marriage or partnership. As much as we would like for the love of our lives to just be able to read our minds, that just, that just isn't the case. I can't read his mind. He can't read my mind. What? <laughs> what? Like, not to say that there aren't moments where we can sense what the other is feeling, but like also to get to that point has taken saying what we need to say. Yep. We did not get to that point. Let me stress the moments where we have, like we just talked about the science of hugging and talked about how sometimes Blake will come upstairs and I can tell by his demeanor, he just needs a hug. Mm -hmm. That did not start out that way. That started out by him coming upstairs and being like, I'm having a really hard day. Can you please just hug me? Mm -hmm. And we've worked our way to that moment of being able to do it without words. Mm -hmm. Say what you need to say so that eventually you may not have to say what you need to say because guess what? It's already been said. Yeah. And you know, so speak what you need to speak. And if, if whoever it is that you're talking to really wants to help you, then they most likely will hear you when you speak. Mm-hmm. I love this point because I feel that I have gotten braver Yay. in the past couple of years. I'm proud of you. Um, actually, this month we're recording this in August. Um, this marks 10 years of No Baby Watkins. Wow. And how does that feel? Mixed, mixed feelings, mixed feelings for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, but one thing that I have started doing Mm -hmm. is being braver about, especially when people I know say something that's hurtful Mm -hmm. or honestly, even the comments that are just, you know, side flung, like, you know, they didn't think about it. They didn't mean to be hurtful, but they just, Uh there it is. I have tried to start speaking out to help mm. them do better yeah. in the future. That is my mm. view because I've heard everything. Right. You're probably not going to hurt me right. at this point. Right. You know, it's it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've got my own things. I've worked through my own things. Mm-hmm. But it can be so hurtful for someone else. Mm. And because infertility and miscarriage is so common unfortunately in our mm-hmm. world I want them to be able to do better with the next person and yeah. so viewing it like that I'm able to say the hard things right you know I'm able to to confront them and say like hey 
you know, I know that you mean well Mm -hmm. with this, um, and I am not mad at you, Mm -hmm. but telling me about someone else's story Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily helpful. Mm -hmm. Can you, you know, don't do that. Can we, right, (laughs) right. Don't, don't do this to someone else. You know, all we want to hear, I say this all the time. All we want to hear is, oh, that really sucks. Yeah. That's all we want to hear. That's it. That's That's all. all. It's like in a (laughs) Parks and Rec, I don't know if you watch that show or not. Yes. But when Anne is pregnant and she's like with the most like, what's the word? He's always like, he's so considerate considerate and he's so positive, like sickeningly positive. And the whole episode is about how she's like, she's complaining about how attentive he is Uh essentially, which is so ironic, but (laughs) she's like, I tell him that my feet hurt and then he comes over and he picks them up and he starts rubbing them and he's lecturing me about what I need to do to fix this and what I, how I need to be doing better and blah, blah, blah. And all I want is for him to say, this sucks. I don't, I, I don't think she even actually says it. She just goes through with like, she yeah. starts complaining to like the other people right. in the office and then they eventually like grab him and they're like, Chris, listen, <laughs> all you have to do is say, this sucks. That's it. He's like, but what about this, this, this? Nope. 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 Just shove it down and just say, this sucks. That's all she needs to hear. Yep. And And that applies to so many issues. So many issues. So many issues. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. But especially in terms of infertility and miscarriage. Yes. Health issues, Mm -hmm. grief. Yeah. Give him a hug and say, this sucks. This sucks. I'm sorry tangent so true yep (laughs) nope that's so good um saying what you need to say can also be lifting others up and encouraging them breathing life into them Mm -hmm. this was a lesson I learned when I was on death's doorstep um I learned that life is far too short to not tell the people you love how you really feel about them oftentimes we just assume that people know what they're good at or how they bless people um and you know what even if they do, it never, ever hurts to just tell them. Go ahead. Try it. Next time you hear somebody humming quietly beside like, beside you, just comment on how beautiful their voice is. Or when somebody's outfit is real cute, just let them know. Just mm-hmm. tell them. Um, when somebody makes cookies, tell them how amazing they are. Or step outside of the ordinary and write somebody a letter about what you appreciate them. And then watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it People light up. When they you do. tell somebody something that is genuine and true about Mm -hmm. them. You know, like if somebody's humming next to you and they don't sound good, do not tell them that they do. That does not help anybody. It's not genuine. But if they do, tell them, wow, that sounds, your voice is so beautiful. I love hearing you sing. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. or just true, genuine comments lift people up. And it doesn't have to be hard. I've started intentionally trying to notice things like at the drive-thru. Yes. You know, like if the the, um, lady that hands me my McDonald's food, if her nails are done really cute. Mm -hmm. And just like being like, oh my gosh, I love your nails. They're so cute. And they just light up. People in service deal with so much just awfulness Uh all day long and to tell the lady at the grocery oh your hair's really cute or you notice her name tagging oh your name's really pretty like it doesn't have to just observe with your eyes Uh and And then speak and you will make someone's day you really will a simple compliment can truly have the power to turn somebody's day around Mm -hmm. um my son fletcher he's five and our prayer for him has been that he would love people well. And I have never seen anything so true. He just loves people so well. <laughs> but he has seen, he 
commented to somebody, he's like, I really like your hair. They lit up, they teared up, they just, it made their day. And he saw how happy it made them that he said this to them. So that's like his go-to compliment now. I like your hair. Without fail. There has not been a single person that that has not touched immensely and deeply. Or I'll have like moms come up to me and be like, like his teachers. They'll be like, Fletcher said the sweetest thing to me today. (laughs) It's just so like. Let me guess. Did he like your hair? He liked your hair, right? Is that it? But like, it just is funny to me that. And he'll compliment other things too. Um, Or he'll like, we'll be at like some event and he'll be like passing people and go, hi, I hope you have a fun day. And just like, he just makes it seem easy. And I think because he's five and a boy, people just light up when he says that to them. But it can have the same effect Mm -hmm. as an adult. Mm -hmm. But it is just funny to me that he has like made the connection that like, that makes people feel good and he wants to make people happy. And so he says what he just says it. He says what he needs to say. And that turns people's days around. Like I've had people be like, I was just having a really hard day. And then he told me that. And I just feel so much better now. (laughs) The power of words. The power. If my five-year-old boy can do it, you can do it too. Cause sometimes it does feel like vulnerable Mm -hmm. to like say things like that because you don't know how you don't know how people respond but yeah they're probably gonna respond respond really well um and honestly like sometimes I wonder if people think that I'm overly sappy or that I dive in really quickly because I just tell people like hey you did a really good job with that or hey I'm really impressed by this or hey I really love how you do this sometimes people like do feel a little bit uncomfortable if you're like hey I just feel like okay here's an example Jamie who's on our team Mm -hmm. she's very great at having a texting relationship with people. She's so good at forming friendships because she texts back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I would, I would rather just sit down and have coffee with you and talk. Mm-hmm. I don't love texting out long things or whatever. I admire that about her though, that she like steps outside of her comfort zone and gets to know people because she's texting them because mm-hmm. She's got kids. She can't go out to get coffee. And so this is the way that she can. And so I'm like, Jamie, I just really love the way that you connect with people this way. I think that's amazing. You are so good at that. And like her initial reaction is to be like, oh, well, it's just that like I do better with that. I'm like, yeah. And it's amazing that you should be so glad that you have this gift too. So sometimes people are like taken aback by it but it's not in a bad way yeah well and especially the simple things that you've never thought about yeah it just it can hit somebody so powerfully it really can and then they'll remember that for Mm -hmm. whatever but I would rather just like life is too short to not say those things and I would rather say what needs to be said than make people wonder or make people like so many times people are questioning whether they're doing a good job at something Mm -hmm. and you think you assume that they know and but if you just say it Mm -hmm. then it confirms to them Oh, I am doing a good job. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. We do want to take note that sometimes saying what you need to say doesn't go quite as well as you want it to. In fact, if this is new for you in your relationships, it's likely to cause some hiccups at first. I laugh because I'm today I'm wearing my villain era t shirt. Yeah. And I you know, there's a meme going around that's like for people pleasers, our villain mm-hmm. era is actually just saying what we think yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm there that's me all the hiccups all of them so just to be clear 
that you're saying what you need to say in order to have a better relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to say what you need to say, you also need to be willing to hear what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Just be ready for some feedback because it goes both ways. And it should. Yeah. You don't want to be in a relationship where they're just telling you what they need to say all the time, but they're not hearing you. Mm -mm. So like make the reciprocal Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. It goes both ways and saying what you need to say, like we said, it's for the benefit mm-hmm. of everybody. It's to better your relationships, not to right. put a hamper in them. I tell this to my husband all the time because he has a habit of, you know, I tell him what I need to say. I'm, uh-huh. I'm pretty good at telling him now yeah. what I need to say. Uh-huh. And he tends to just kind of take it and then mentally like, okay, I need to do this better or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Are, are you frustrated? You need to... <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I want that backlash. I mean, like, be nice, but uh-huh. I, I, let's fight and then go for coffee. Like, I, right. I, I get it, it out to there. Me. I, I need your side. So just be prepared. Yes. For that other side. Yeah. We're like the opposite. Blake will tell me what he needs to say. And then he's like, So what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to fight. He's like, No, let's do it. Let's fight. Let's do it. Just let's fight and get it out there. And then we can move on mm-hmm. and do better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay. All right. Okay. It's just that tension. I don't love it. Yep. But it is better. It is it better is. when we have the fight than mm-hmm. it is when we don't. Because when you don't have the fight, then it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And then it explodes and really wouldn't have exploded if you would have just had like a smaller fight at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Carl likes to call them discussions. Discussions. We don't fight. We have discussions. <laughs> That's so Carl. I love it. <laughs> Oh, how are you going to incorporate these this month? Find your gumption by saying what you need to say. Try it out and see what happens and let us know about it. Contact us on Instagram at yetwethrive or email us at hello at yetwethrive.com and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave us a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.